Welcome and thank you for joining us here at Life Central. If you want to know more about who we are and what we're all about, check out our website, lifecentral.org.za or like, follow and subscribe to our social media channels. We hope this message speaks into your life and that you will find meaning and purpose through it, guiding you through your daily life. Good morning, church. Well, it's great to be back with you this morning. And as you know, about a month ago, I shared on the Holy Spirit. And in that message, I gave a little tester or taster of what I was going to be speaking about this morning. And that was about living a surrendered life. Now, you might find yourself asking, you know, how often do you find yourself living in a space of defeat when the storms of life seem to be so overwhelming and the end is not in sight? When you first heard the gospel, so when someone shared the word of God with you for the first time, you may have heard the lie that if you accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, all your problems will go away. Well, for those of us that have been living a life following Jesus, we, you'll know by now that that is surely not the truth. And if we read in the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 45, it says, in that way you will act you will be acting as true children of your Father in heaven, for he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good, and he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. So you see, it makes no difference if you are a believer or not. Challenges will come your way. However, we also need to consider God's promises if we live a surrendered life I'd like to share a short testimony in this regard. In my life, there was a time where I made wrong choices, not waiting on God's direction, not listening to his guidance. And this led me to a dark place. You see, God has what I'd like to call his perfect will for our life. And this is first prize. Second prize, there's God's acceptable will for our life. Not quite where he wants us, but okay, we're doing all right. And then the place no believer wants to find themselves in is outside of God's will. John chapter 5 verse 19. So Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, the son can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the father doing. For whatever the father does, that the son does likewise. So to avoid finding yourself in second or third place, I want to suggest following the next three steps closely. Firstly, pray to God for guidance, always. And then the part that we don't always do so well in, as we're not a very patient species, wait on the Lord. And then, something we're also not so good at, accept the answer and execute what God has guided you to do in faith, knowing that he has this. You see, sometimes we can't always see what God sees. We don't always know what God knows. We can't uh, think of every way that it could pan out. And here's another key. Sometimes God says no, but sometimes he just says not now. 
But believe me when I say, God knows best. We read in the word that Jesus was put through many trials, tribulations, and temptations, far beyond anything we've experienced, yet he overcame. John 19, verse 28 to 30, Jesus knew that his mission was now finished, and to fulfill scripture he said, I am thirsty. A jar of sour wine was sitting there, so they soaked a sponge in it, put it on a hyssop branch, and held it up to his lips. When Jesus had tasted it, he said, It is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. And here is when the mystery of Jesus, that Paul mentions many times in his letters to the churches, was kicked into action. This led to the coming of the Holy Spirit, and that mystery is Christ Jesus in us. Now, do you truly understand what this really means? The power and the authority we have in Christ Jesus? To be able to speak God's power and blessings over every situation that we may face in life. So what this verse is telling us is that it is finished and the victory is won. So if we now live a surrendered life in this victory, filled with the Holy Spirit, we will also overcome all that life has to throw at us. So, step one to living a surrendered life. First and foremost, you need to believe that failing does not mean you are a failure. It just means you have not yet succeeded. Back to my story, for four months I lived apart from my family, questioning every decision that led to this place that I found myself in. I felt condemned, I felt hopeless. My hope was blotted out by the darkness of remorse. And then I had to get to this place where I had to realize that failing does not mean I am a failure or that I am inferior. It just means that I am not perfect. Jeremiah 33 verse 3 says, Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Now, I can tell you that I spent much time in counsel with Christian brothers. I spent even more time in prayer, but my spiritual ears were closed off to the Holy Spirit by my own self-pity and self-condemnation. Believe me when I tell you this is not a space where God wants you to be. So, question one, how do you take control of your life after you have failed? Well. The answer is very simple, the execution not so much. Surrender to Jesus. In John 5, 19, we read how Jesus set the perfect example for us to follow. Even he surrendered to God. He, as Jesus, did not try and make it on his own. Trust me, I know firsthand that truly surrendering is much easier said than done. But here's the simple truth. Everything begins with a decision. Decide to get up and live again. You see, surrender is an opportunity to start over. When you thought your life was over. One night sitting at a mug and bean with a close friend, he said what so many had said to me so many times before. Surrender your challenges to Jesus. But for some reason on this day, 
the Holy Spirit managed to get through and I truly surrendered. Surrender does not just happen. We must choose to surrender. Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. You see, the same sunshine that melts ice cream hardens clay. Experience can make you hard and indifferent, or it can drive you into the arms of Jesus. You choose. Needless to say, within the weeks that followed, God made a way and I was reunited with my family, but not without learning some valuable lessons along the way. Firstly, and this is a very important one, appreciate your family. Appreciate your job. I'm sure some of you are thinking, man, I don't enjoy my job. But let me tell you, with unemployment sitting where it is, appreciate your job. And lastly, always wait on God before you make big decisions in life. Step three, there is a higher purpose for your pain. And I want you to try and renew your expectation that disappointment has stolen. As we know, with the test, with no test, there can be no testimony. But do you truly believe this? John eleven forty, Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Believing means to accept as true what God says, not what life throws at you. Believing lifts us up beyond our doubts. There are, however, some questions in life we will not get the answers to. As believers, all that God expects from us is to believe in Him, to trust without doubt that He has our best interests at heart. Don't allow yourself to get stuck in the rabbit hole of why. This is a trap that will consume you. If you believe God's word, then you must focus on the how and release the why. So step four, how do you surrender? Well, first, believe. It eases the pain, it calms the storm. Surrender that pain to someone who understands, and that someone is God. He surrendered his only son so that we could have eternal hope. Surrender will get you out of the past and into the reality of the now and enable you to have hope and a future. So let go of the past, but hold on to the lessons. Secondly, take charge of your emotions. Life based on feelings is a roller coaster ride to disaster. And this is a very inconsistent life. If we look at the definition of the word emotions, a strong feeling deriving from one's circumstances, mood, or relationships with others. We cannot allow this to rule our lives or to make choices for us. Proverbs 23, 7 says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Thirdly, make a decision. You can choose your attitude. That means you can choose to change. Change how you think. Renew your mind with God's word daily 
then you will change how you act and you will change how you feel. Finally, the Lord is faithful and just. Jeremiah 32 verse, verse 40 says, And I will make an everlasting covenant with them, that I will not turn away from doing them good, but I will put my fear in their hearts so that they will not depart from me. You see, God is not a man that might lie. And he will never disappoint. 2 Timothy 4 verse 17 says, But the Lord stood with me and strengthened me, so that the message might be preached fully through me, and that all the Gentiles might hear. Also, I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. Do you see how God came through for Paul? When we are operating within the perfect will of God, he will always make a way. Thankfully, God is full of grace. So if you find yourself wandering off this path, repent, return to him, and he will make a way. 2 Timothy 4 verse 18 says, And the Lord will deliver me from every evil work and preserve me for his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. So direction is a choice. Psalm 141 verse 8 says, But my eyes are fixed on you, O Lord. Jack Welsh said, Controlling your direction is better than being controlled by it. But you see, direction needs to come from the one that we submit to. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Every choice you make will move you in some direction. Choose right. Choose healing. Choose to build bridges with the decisions you make. And most importantly, choose not to isolate yourself. It's in times like this that we really need to lean on our brothers and sisters, lean on loved ones to help you, to support you, to encourage you. So what's your next steps? Well, first, you need to forgive yourself for whatever you did that got you into this situation. This is very important. Secondly, you need to forgive others. Then, surrender to Jesus completely. And finally, live in the fullness and promise of God. Surrender is key. Amen. Thank you for listening in to the Life Central podcast today. If you would like to get connected or get involved, follow us on social media or visit our website, lifecentral.org.za. We hope you join us here again next week.